What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast, where we believe in intentional, purposeful living. We are a community of people who seek to be intentional about how we think and behave towards an intended goal. We believe that what we say, think, and do governs our ability to progress towards our goal and ultimately lead to success. Thank you so much for joining in to episode number three of the show in its first season entitled The Winning Season. In this season, we will be discussing what it takes to prepare for and walk in your winning season or what is known to be the greatest season of your life. In today's show, I have invited my friend and boss lady, Mrs. Lee Shell Salter, to join us and drop some gems about what winning looks like to her, how she entered into her winning season, and the importance of branding. Lee Salter is the CEO, founder, and creative director of the Lee Salter Creative Firm. She is a New Jersey native where she graduated from Montclair State University in Montclair, New Jersey. Go Red Hawks! She graduated with a Bachelor of Science degree in biology and since then has maintained a career over the past five years as a scientist for the state of Virginia's newborn screening laboratory. In 2013, she started a career as a wardrobe stylist, having opportunity to work with celebrity wardrobe stylist Sean Melson and other style stylists and style celebrities. But Lee had so much more to offer. While styling a client, she found herself not just dressing them, but sharing her creative ideas and seeing beyond what they were preparing for. So the Lee Salter Creative Firm originated as an idea to create a one-stop shop and full service for branding. Lee also offers creative consulting to help those who need to strategize their ideas. This can consist of branding services with wardrobe styling, photography and makeup, content development, and offering creative insight in areas needed. Lee also serves as the creative director for Liberation Church and CEO Magazine in Richmond, Virginia. I hope that you have some napkins handy because this episode is a full meal. Without further ado, I introduce to you Mrs. Lee Salter. Hi, Lee Shell. Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast. Hey, Michelle. Thank you for having me today. Awesome. I am so excited that you could join us today. And more than anything, it brings me so much pleasure to have a platform to share all of the awesomeness that you bring to the table with the world. I think that you are amazing. Oh, stop. You're amazing. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> These people don't know how long we've been friends. So, right. You know. we, we go way, <laughs> way, way back. Um, But after today, more and more people are going to know just how dope you are. And I'm sure that you're going to inspire so many people to live intentionally and to pursue their passions. I don't know if you remember. I got a a quick story to share. Okay. Um, About, oh God, maybe five years ago. I don't even know how long it was, but you were still living in Jersey. Um, Well, then that's like seven plus years ago yeah like seven because I've been married for six years so oh wow like, Ooh, yeah time is flying <laughs> so about seven years ago um 
I was, first of all, I've always admired like how you dress, how you put clothes together. And so I know I begged you to take me to the thrift store with you because I wanted to see like how you pick things out, how you, you know, because I had no idea how to do that. And so I watched you just like, you would pull stuff off the rack and you would be like, this is, you could pair this with this and you could wear this with this kind of jeans. And this is a blazer that you need to have in your, you know, your closet. And I was sitting there like, what? How does she even see all of this stuff? Like, how do you have an eye for this stuff? And why, why don't I have that same eye? Like, why is, why can't I see this? And it's just been so beautiful to see how your creative eye has blossomed over time. I've watched you um, work with celebrity clients. I've watched you um, put things together for different first ladies. And um, it's just amazing to see how you have blossomed um, and how your business has now formed and you're like pushing yourself in into that space. Um, And I'm sure you can even understand um, that while you're styling people, while you're helping people brand, you're doing so much more. Like you're putting and building confidence in them. You're preparing them for their next season. You're pouring into them um, in ways that, you know, they're not able to do for themselves. So if you don't know it, girl, you are doing the Lord's work. Oh, <laughs> um, So if you could just start by telling us a little bit about um how you got started? Like, how did you even know to get into what you're doing? Wow. I mean, that's a pretty loaded question. Take your um, time. But uh, just to give everyone a brief synopsis of how I got started, I would say that um, one, actually, it was just one day I had a dream. And, like, in the dream, somehow or another, it was, like, Oprah in my dream. And I was, like, styling her on set. And it was, like, a pretty major thing going on. And I woke up, and I was telling my husband, I was, like, yo, I had this dream. And I was doing this and doing that. Mind you, like, never even thought about being a stylist at the time because I was just kind of, like, I love clothes, you know. Um, I already had my profession in science so I was just like I'm good with just working my nine to five but when I had that dream it was so real because I'm not really a dreamer Mm -hmm. um like some people are I'm not really a dreamer so I don't remember my dreams Mm -hmm. um I'm sure I have dreams but I don't I don't remember them all but this one was real vivid and so literally had that dream and then like either that same day or the next day I had saw that a celebrity stylist on Instagram was offering a styling course. And Mm. so I was like, oh, this styling course. And it was like all this money at the time. And I we were newly married. So I was like, oh, he's not going to be for this. I was like, he's not going to want to pay that. And so as soon as I mentioned it, he was like, go. Mm. And I was like, go. He was like, yeah. So I didn't know anybody. I wasn't going with friends. This was just me me so I just got in a car literally me and my sister and she drove me up like three hours away from home to go to this styling class and I get there and realize like it's a whole world you know Mm -hmm. like I was just like honestly I didn't know anything about the styling business I'm not even going to sit on this conversation and act like I was like a connoisseur of fashion because as you know Michelle I mean we were in our books right trying to be doctors right (laughs) so (laughs) The last thing I thought about was actually pursuing anything in the styling and, or the fashion 
industry, excuse me. So that was nothing that I researched, nothing that I knew about. So I'm willing to admit that that was not anything that I was like on top of or or just knew anything about. Mm -hmm. So when I got there, it was just like a whole eye opener. And so at this specific class, she was talking about like the one person that she was impressed with that she wanted them to be like their her intern. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, these people are dope in here. Like, she would never pick me to be an intern, whatever, whatever. So I sent her an email after the course was over. You know, I inquired about being an intern. And I was like, I'm probably not going to hear anything back. And literally, she remembered who I was. And she was like, would love for you to be my intern. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be an intern, you know. And so, I mean, it really taught me a lot about the fashion industry about styling and that's just where it all kind of started I would travel with her um, to some of like the biggest names on set to help her and assist her and it was a really big eye-opener but it's also very very difficult to like grow in that field Mm -hmm. and so because I already had a nine to five and I was trying to figure out how to make all that work I was just like, oh, I don't know, you know, I, I didn't know how passionate I really was um, until I started to work closely with uh, my pastor and first lady. And I just started to really, you know, work on them and their style. And I would just like, we'll be in sessions on a photo shoot and we're taught, we're brainstorming on different ideas and different things like that. And I really felt like, the entrepreneurial spirit just started to grow in me. And I was like, well, I feel like I want a business, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I think I'm ready to just like do something different, but I don't want to be just a fashion stylist. Cause I'm so much more than that. Like mm-hmm. I can't box myself into that. And plus I kind of felt like, you know, I really wanted to enlarge, you know, my services even though that's something that I love to do, I just felt like I wanted to enlarge my services and not box myself into one thing. And it was like, I was having a conversation with my pastor and he was like, you should do like a creative consulting business. You know, you're so creative, this, that, or whatever. And I was just like, it was like a light bulb hit me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, that's what I should do. And then it was just like, from that point on, I really just dug into that idea, Mm -hmm. started writing things on paper, You know, they invested in me. They backed me um, 100% with where I wanted to go. And so did my family. And um, I was just ready. I was just like, I don't know anything about this. I haven't researched it, but I'm going to formulate it, you know, the best way I can. And I'm going to learn as I go. And so that's pretty much the start of things. You know, I started off wanting to be a doctor. And because that profession is just as hard as to get in and in. I lost my mom in that process and everything else like that. It was very difficult to stay motivated in that field. Mm -hmm. But even now, I still work my nine to five, praise God. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I still work in the science field as a scientist. But it is fulfilling um, after work and on weekends and everything else like that to still have something else that I'm passionate about and watching it grow. And hopefully this is something that I can do all day every day wow you said so much and I just wanted I wanted to like pause you stop you but I just got I picked up a pen and started writing things down that I wanted to unpack um there were a couple of intentional decisions that you made that you talked about that I think were so profound um one of them is how when you 
you after you had the dream you decided to have a conversation with your husband about going to the um the styling course and I think that's so amazing that you in the beginning involved your husband in the process. I think you guys were newly married around that time, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sure like cuz I'm married, so I understand like how nerve-wracking that can be to be in a new marriage and tell your spouse like, "Hey, I got this idea." And I want to pursue that idea. And I'm sure you guys were still just like learning how to gel together and figure out what married life looked like. And so for you to come home and be like, hey, I got this idea. I want to pursue it. I'm sure that was a little nerve wracking. But your husband was in the spirit. (laughs) I'm telling you. And he was like, "Okay, go. So I think that was pretty dope. Um, Also, there was like I said, there were some intentional things that you did. Oh my God, girl, you said you got in that room and you were green, right? You didn't know anything. And so you Mm -hmm. weren't trying to be, you know, Miss Know-It-All. And you sat and you watched. Can you Mm -hmm. talk about the importance of sitting quietly Mm. and watching when you are not the person who knows it all? Can you just go a little deeper into that? I mean, you know... I'm a millennial, you're a millennial, so I can't, I, I I know we've both been in positions where we try to act like we know something that we don't, <laughs> you know what I mean, so I'm not even going to sit here and act like I've never been in that position, mm-hmm. um, but what I will say is, you know, it, it is intimidating when you're in a room full of people who are knowledgeable about something that you want to gain knowledge on, mm-hmm. and you're a little fearful to even admit that you don't know. But um, what I found, you know, I've seen um, it's so funny. I saw like a quote or something circulating on social media. And it's just like you have no idea how intimidating you are. Right. Mm. And you haven't even like reached your fullest potential. And sometimes you're in a room and you're like, you you know, absolutely nothing. And then the people around you are just like, oh, my gosh, she seems like she's so on point or she got everything. Mm -hmm. together and it's like actually no this is day one (laughs) right (laughs) like I know absolutely nothing and so um but when you always stay in a position in a posture of wanting to be to learn and wanting to be taught um there's so much you know room for growth and possibilities for you and you don't and it's so important to just keep your mouth shut and listen because um you'll come to find out that what you wanted to say made absolutely no sense Mm. so it's just like wait I probably should wait to listen to this I probably should you know hear everything that needs to be said um you know like I was embarrassed I didn't know everything about you know the hottest designers or the designers that's been around for 20 30 years you know or noticing like how you know this is Versace and that's this that or whatever like honestly I was like the type of person that if it looked good, I was going to wear it. And, you know, it wasn't about the price mm-hmm. and it wasn't about the name brand. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, one thing that I would say to like entrepreneurs or just any millennial or anyone that's like looking to grow is that you really just you have to be teachable. Like you have to be open to learning new things and, and not acting as if you know it all already. And don't be afraid to be like, you don't. You don't know. I love that. I don't love be that. afraid to say that you don't know because you don't know when you'll be the one in the teacher's seat mm. because you took that time. Yes. You took that time to sit back and listen. And now you've gained a whole new world of information and you're able to be the teacher one day. 
Yes, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. You also talked about, you did another intentional move, rather, where you, um, after the session had gone on, um, you didn't just leave and say, okay, that was nice. I did that. Check, you know, mark that off on my vision board. Mm -hmm. But you reached out to um, the stylist and you said, hey, I'm looking to be an intern and I'm like was that a scary experience for you or was that something that you stepped out on faith on like you know what how how did you get how did you how did you bring yourself to do that it was very scary it was very scary but, but I was just like hey you're behind a laptop this is not face to face you're sending an email you know write the best darn email you can you could come up with mm -hmm. and send the email. You never know what's going to happen. Yes, it was very scary. I read it like three or four times. Even after I sent it, I just kept looking at it like, mm -hmm. okay, all right, all right. You said this, you said that. Just send it. Um, it was very, very scary. But one of the things that um, I thank God for my mom teaching me is, you know, fearlessness. Mm -hmm. And it's like once you have it and you obtain it and you own it, it's like it does it you'll you're unstoppable you know whether you fail you know whether or whether you win you've tried yeah. and that's the piece that keeps you one step ahead the people who will never ever try it right they might judge you they might have every reason in the world why it wouldn't work and it might actually calculate to be true right mm -hmm. but the thing of the matter is like what's meant for you is not meant for the other person so the fear factor that they had you know, in the fact that you don't have that fear factor, it might actually work for you. And they'll never know because you went out and you tried it. So, yeah, it was very fair. It was a fearful experience. Um, but I went out and I was just like, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try. And I do it to this day. Mm -hmm. If I want to network with someone or I want to know something about getting to my next level, I do not have a problem with asking Um and, you know, trying to figure out a way to learn more and to be better. It doesn't, and, you know, it doesn't say anything less about you. And I know that, you know, there might be some things going around that, that makes people believe, especially with social media, that you got to be like tip top shape, you know, with everything. But mm -hmm. how are you ever going to get better? Right. Well, you just stepped on my toes because <laughs> for two years, wait, one, two, I think it's been two years ago um i went to a um like a, a meet and greet and claire sumners was there and she had another special guest there who was a well-known um stylist and i had on one of my ties and she was like what's that and i said um i said oh it's a tie that i make i have a tie line she was like send that to me right and i was like okay you know let me get your information da -da 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 -da. Girl, the day after I froze, and I've been frozen for two years, and uh, it has haunted me. And whereas, you know, I have stepped out in other areas of my life, starting, you know, other many businesses, making other pieces, sewing other things. But I know the potential. I know, like, in the back of my mind, the potential that my ties have to do really well. Um, but And I know that, you know, if I reach out to her, 
like for me, I was a little afraid. Like, what if, what if she doesn't remember me, or what if she never responds, or what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And it's crazy because in so many other areas of my life, I'm like, I don't care about the what if. I'ma go for it. But when it comes to my ties, it's like I'm scared. But you know, you just you woke something up in me when you talked about you know whether you fail or whether or not, at least you try and just being, just walking in that fearlessness altogether. Um, I was just to piggyback off for you, it's so funny when you talked to, when you kept saying the word what if, like it's okay to say what if, but mm-hmm. be on the other side of it because there's a negative and a positive to the what if. Mm-hmm. So what if she doesn't, what if she, what if it doesn't happen, what if, right? But then there's the other side of what if, like what if this blows me off the map? Right. What if this is going to take me to my next level? Yeah. And it's all about perception. You see the word what if, and you can say something negative, but you can also see what if and be like, what if I'm the next new thing? And that's the scary part because then I'm like, oh my God, what I'm going to do with my family and what I'm going to do with the goals that I have. And the, and so it's, it, it, it scares me because, you know, I mean, you're married too. You have a child too. And it's just like, how, how do you... Um, it's crazy because I know the answers to these questions. Like, I know God's going to make a way. I know it's going to be okay. I know mm-hmm. that, you know, we know those things intuitively. Right. But when it comes to actually walking by faith, sometimes it could be, like, scary in some ways to just step out and do it. And But I think it goes back to what you said, like, involving your husband was major for you. Because what if that one opportunity would have taken you, I mean, it did make you, it did allow you to travel and it did allow you to connect with so many other people. But what if um, it had taken it to another level? It's good to know that your husband was on board one thousand percent and whatever punches you were gonna roll with he was gonna roll with and um absolutely I, I think that's beautiful I really do and thank absolutely. you thank yeah. you that right there girl please uh <laughs> and, and here's the thing God woke me up not too long ago it was about 4 30 in the morning I'm actually looking right now at my desk I have a 6 12 and 18 month plan for my my um my ties I've already started like walking those things out and like even just talking about it, just, uh, you know, putting things on paper, talking about it with other people, just building myself up to, to, to get done what I need to get done so that when I press go, I'm ready to go. Um, but at the same time, like you said, everything doesn't have to be in place. You don't have to have the prettiest, you know, pictures or Instagram page. You just got to get started. And that's, that's pretty much what, you know, this, the purpose of this podcast is to, um, like we said, do things on purpose, do things with intention. So even if it's those small baby steps, those small baby steps add up. Right. And as we walk by faith, we're able to, um, to eventually, you know, take those small baby steps and make them into large goals that we have already achieved. Um, Absolutely. Uh, there are so many other things that you talked about. But I do want to ask um, this question. What are some things that um, inspire you um, in the line of business and the line of work that you do? Like, I know um, you have talked about working with different celebrities. Do those things inspire you or what is it that keeps you going? Hmm. Um, well, one of the things that I'm really, really passionate about, um, I'm not re- necessarily on the forefront or like the face of it, 
but um, I am one of the marketing directors at my church. Mm-hmm. And so I started off being the creative director. And like I said, that was all burst out of the conversation that I had with my pastor. And that was really the push um, for my business and everything that I'm doing right now. But I'm really passionate, um, believe it or not, about church growth Mm -hmm. um, and just growing churches and businesses through marketing. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, like, I don't know a lot of stuff about marketing, you know, or Mm -hmm. I didn't start off knowing it. But working alongside um, another marketing director and really just taking time to learn the craft of marketing and really just using my creativity and them allowing me um, to share those ideas. And sometimes they'd be like, all right, we reel it back in. (laughs) All right. Yeah, this is still church. You know, we want to do this, but we don't want to do that. Um, But that has also like helped me tremendously. And so seeing lives change through that um, and just seeing um, how people are greatly affected um, by our ministry and and being in the behind the scenes process of that like that really motivates me mm-hmm. um, and I would love to be a part of building other churches up um, in that way um, as time progresses so I'm I'm like so thankful for the opportunity um, and the starting ground at Liberation Church um, because I believe it's going to propel me for other opportunities to do you know, more opportunities to do things like this at other churches as well. Um, so I'm, because, you know, I do rep, rep God all day long, it would be great to work for him, you right. know, and just do it full time um, and really just draw the masses to him. And so to do it through marketing, I mean, it's the best. It's really one of the best things that we get to do and come up with, you know, great events, you know, great little little trinkets and things that we like to add to our services and things that we like to do to keep people interested in coming to church. And it's really, it's really motivating. Mm -hmm. And that's the other part of what I do in my business as well as what I do for my church. Mm. I love how you keep saying, like, I didn't know about this area. I didn't know, you know, about marketing all the way, but you saw potential and one of the things that you kept doing and you keep doing is you put yourself out there. You you keep making intentional moves to learn, to sit next to someone, to connect with someone who knows exactly what they're doing and to learn. And sometimes like for, I don't know, because for me and I'm sure for you, too, it's just like, duh, if you don't know something, ask and learn. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you know that it is so Like so many people have problems with asking or so many people have problems with just going up to someone and saying, hey, can you teach me how to do this? Can you help Mm me do this? And you'll be surprised how many people I run into and I know that have sat on uh, an idea or a talent, a gift for so long because they are afraid to be teachable. Like you said, they're afraid to ask for help. They're afraid to um, develop that idea or or gift simply because they don't want to look like they don't know something like that is I mean it's a little that's a seed like that's a bad seed that was planted Mm -hmm. long before they could even remember like it was a moment of rejection Mm -hmm. it was something that happened 
that allow them as an adult to never like fully pursue those things that actually, you know, they're really interested in doing. And so we see the full grown version of it, mm-hmm. but the seed was planted long before the conversation you had with that person. And it's like, you know, a lot of times we don't realize it. And it's like, why you shrink back? You know, like yes. why you don't want to pursue this or, you know, why don't you feel like you need to learn? And it goes all the way back in first grade when you raised your hand yeah. and you had the idea and that teacher shut you down or your classmates laughed at you because it wasn't what everyone else was thinking. Whatever happened, you know, and like everything is connected to something. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, it's so important for everybody to just be on the journey to wholeness. Like you mm-hmm. might not see it, but it's always a traumatic event or an important thing that has happened in your life that affected you like forever girl (laughs) I know I just took the conversation somewhere else (laughs) I mean you first of all you and my stuff but not only that you I mean we gonna have to have part two to this that's part two that's part two because we gotta talk about just the impact of the things that may have happened at one point in life that have had lasting effects and mm-hmm. how tra- how uh, tragedy can really like hold you back if you're not working through that, like you said, walking towards wholeness. And then how therapy can really, really, really make a yes. difference in your life. And I have to bring you back for part two because... We got to talk about therapy. I've I've gone to therapy. I know that therapy is something that you also promote. And it's, yes. it, we definitely, girl, I can't even wait. But listen. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get there. But I also want to know, um, and it kind of relates to the same avenue of what we were just talking about. How did mentorship and or spiritual guidance play a role in what you are now walking in, which is your winning season. Mm, I will definitely say that um, finding the right mentor and the right spirit, the right influencer in your life is it'll change you forever. It can, it can work for you or it could really harm you. So it's really (laughs) important to be spirit led um, and not be ready to jump on every, you know, hot person that's out that got a mentorship group that you need to sign up for like you know that's not the wave even though that's where everybody is and that's everyone's trying to get you know on someone's mentorship like everybody's a coach everybody's a life coach (laughs) not only is everybody a life coach but every like I said everybody wants to glean from someone right Mm -hmm. and the thing of the matter is I believe that um God definitely placed places mentors in our lives and Mm -hmm. a lot and oftentimes we reject those who we really need to get it from Mm -hmm. because you know they're not the cool one or they're not the one that's giving you what you think you need but you're really getting what you need and the reason why I say that is because because we're such a microwave generation we like to pop you know on what's hot and we want it fast Mm -hmm. and the thing about real mentorship it takes time It's not something that you can do in six to eight weeks and not even six to eight months. Mm -hmm. It's a process. And, you know, you will you want to be able to have somebody walk with you through the good, the bad and the ugly. You know, you can get little nuggets here and there from different little FaceTime or Facebook lives and different things like that. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. But when you're really trying to walk through life 
and you're really coming against some hard stuff in your life, you know, it's important that you have somebody that is really, um, you know, in your favor to be in your ear, you mm-hmm. know, that can really, really talk you through some of those times. And so, um, I mean, it has helped me tremendously because it hasn't always been something that I've always wanted to be committed to. Mm-hmm. But I knew that if I stayed with this person and I walked with this person, that I was going to grow no matter what. All right, this ain't going to feel good. This is not, you know, what I want to do right now. No, I don't want to be accountable right now, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. And, you know, even in those seasons when you make, you know, bad mistakes and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and tell myself you know, so I can go ahead and deal with this and move on. You know, it takes maturity. And so, um, you know, once you commit to somebody and somebody commits to you, it's all about consistency and sticking with it, even when it doesn't look like anything's happening at the moment. So if it's like, all right, we're going to meet every week for the next X amount of time, meet every week, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a part of your, it's a part of your consistency. It's a part of, you know, you gaining some things don't you don't see the value of it now, but you're going to see the value of it later. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's so it's so pivotal, pivotal for growth um, to be committed to a mentor. Um, and of course, their life should speak for them. Mm-hmm. Hands down. <laughs> you know, you don't commit yourself to somebody, you know, who doesn't have any good fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just the bottom line. You want to be connected to somebody connected to somebody that has good fruit and also connected to somebody who actually has time for you. Mm-hmm. Because there are good people out here who we, you know, really want to be connected to, but it might not be for us to be connected to them. Find somebody in your sphere of influence or somebody in your area who can, you know, who, you know what? Okay, this is a good person. I can connect with them. They're doing well on their job. You know, they're elevating. They're doing this, doing that. This is good enough for me because they know the basics. Mm-hmm. They got the formula. Mm-hmm. It's working for them. Right. You know, on their level, it's working for them. And sometimes we try to shoot too high, you know, even when it comes to picking a mentor. Like, you want T.D. Jakes and you'll never meet him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. You, you want T.D. Jakes, but you can't even talk to your own pastor. Right. That's the that's a whole another, you know, ball game. You know your mentor don't have to be your pastor, but you know, at the end of the day, like you have people right amongst you yes. who can walk with you and you avoid them because either A, you're too familiar with them mm. and you don't see, you know, the purpose that they have in your life. And that's the number one reason why a lot of people are missing the mentors that they need. Because they're too familiar. They feel like they already know, you know, what they're capable of doing. But they really have no idea. Right. And that's why it's important for you to be consistent. I've just, I've walked with my mentor just watching her life. Mm-hmm. And it's convicted me on decisions that I've made. Mm-hmm. Or think every time I wanted to quit and I was like, dang, I can't quit. Because she ain't quick. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I can't do this because she ain't do this. Yes. And so when some, that's how you know you got a mentor because you're watching their posture. And based off of their posture, you maintain your posture. Mm. That's heavy. You maintain your posture. They help you stay up. Mm. And that's where we fail to realize. But... That's a whole nother. <laughs> you are just dropping gems. One of the things I heard you say was how sometimes we 
um, neglect to entertain someone that could be our mentor simply because they are not the right package. Right. And when you look on their Instagram page, they got three followers. Mm-hmm. And when you look at their Facebook page, they is dry. But mm-hmm. the, but they may be the person that has that has so much wisdom um, and yeah. can pour out right into you. And like you said, by watching their lifestyle, it may not be on social media, but when you connect with them on Wednesdays at six o'clock, they're able to pour into you more than, you know, they can ever pour into you on social media. Yes. And so, like you said, just taking the time to, um, to sit, sit under them, sit and learn and listen and be accountable and be consistent, um, you know, with them and, and, and to them it's they'll they'll cut down your learning curve in half you know mm-hmm. absolutely because they'll teach you things that you don't have to necessarily experience and you know that was one of the things that I mean my initial like walking with God when I really started to really live for him you know it was this song um by the truth and he was talking about like I don't need no testimony like I don't have to go through this I don't have to experience it you know, um, I don't need a horror story just to have a testimony. Yes. I'm sorry. That's basically what he's saying. I don't I don't need my story to be crazy mm-hmm. um, in order to feel like, you know, God can get the glory out of my life. And I think that um, oftentimes, you know, people feel like, oh, I got to go through this and that in order for, you know, me to have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. But no, you got your own story to tell. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I do want to shift gears. I mean, oh, God, that conversation was so good. I do want to shift gears a little bit, though, and talk about um, some of the the things that you do. So I want to know why you feel that branding is so important for people who are um, pursuing and not just branding, but image in general. Why is that so important for people who are pursuing um, whatever they are pursuing, whether it be, um, an entrepreneurial business or idea, or like you said, if it's a church who, um, is looking to grow, like why, or what's the importance of, um, image and branding for that person, entity, or group? Well, first of all, you know, branding is important, not only because it, you know, is something that gives you like a memorable impression, you know, it lasts in your mind, but it's also important because it allows your cl- your future clients and customers to know what to expect from you, mm-hmm. period. You know what I mean? It's like you're showing them who you are, you're showing them what you have to offer, Um, you know, and you're basically not calling them no bluff. Like you're just, you're really giving them your best. You're putting your best foot forward. And I'm so passionate about it because, you know, first of all, I love, you know, my makeup and who I am, the DNA that I have. Mm -hmm. And so if anything, I want people, you know, I have the lease also creative firm, but everything about me, even on my business page, it's basically showing you who I really am right you know it's not you know it's not so stiff and perfect to the point where I can't show you a piece of Lee mm-hmm. you know and so um and there are businesses that need to you know stick to what they're about but when you're when you want to brand put a brand out and put an image out it's just showing them who you really are and a lot of time with social media and all that different things like that it can cause you to kind of lose yourself or not even be who you're presenting to be Mm -hmm. and so that's the part you know you got to be who you supposed to be how people talk about it 
um, on social media, but be who you supposed to be in business and life, you know, and everything else. And so when people see that what you're um, promoting is who you really are, that's when it's like, boom, yeah. you got business, yeah. you know, because they're like, wow, you know, I saw you on social media. And then when they when you have that first conversation with them and then they're like, wow, she's really down to earth. I really enjoy, you know, talking to her. I'm going to book her. And then when the business shows up and, you know, you really perform well for them, then they start to, you know, refer you to other people and it just begins to grow. So even with all the branding and all the, the different things with your image, it's just making sure everything matches up and lines up, but not trying to go so over and beyond that is outside of who you are. I love that. I love how you uh, sum that up because... I read somewhere, I think it was on social media, actually, it said that or, you know, what? in my research, it says that people connect with you as the person that you are before they can buy anything from you. So a lot of people out here like buy this course and, you know, follow, you know, buy this ebook from me, but we don't know you. Mm-hmm. And you know, people want to know who you are. So when you when you show up online, like you said, when you're branding yourself, be authentic and show who you are so that we can get to know you, find out what your story is, what, you know, who are you? And then mm-hmm. once we connect with you, we can buy from you. I have people that I follow, even in podcasts, um, who I listen to on a consistent basis. And because I feel like I know them, I continue to follow them. I could, I'll buy whatever product they come out with because they consistently showed their authentic self, right. you know, right. and that is so, so, so important. Um, just a little bit about you. What are some current goals that you might be pursuing and what steps are you taking to achieve them? Well, well, let's see. Come on, <laughs> vocal. Ah. <laughs> Well, let's see. I mean, my current goals right now is, you know, one of the, one of the top goals for me, I feel like, is just continuing to stay on a journey of wholeness, you know, because life can really throw you. Mm-hmm. It can really throw you for a loop. And if you're not taking time for self-care, you know, and making sure you're there for your family and um, making sure you're divvying out your energy the way that it's supposed to then all those goals mean absolutely nothing. Right. And so um, that's like one of my top things, just making sure, you know, self-care is always in the equation. Yeah. Um, the next thing is, you know, I really um, I really feel like I'm, I don't know how close, but I know I'm preparing, you know, to just do what I love to do. And I'm okay with, I'm okay with working my nine to five. I'm okay if somebody hires me with the perfect job description that fits all the creative things that I love to do. You know, um, I'm okay with having my business and working, but mm-hmm. what I want it to look like is it it fits me. It's something that, you know, I wake up every day and it energizes me. Yeah. And I can do it for hours and, you know, constantly um, just doing what I love to do. So that's, like, one of my next goals. Like, I really want to be um, working in a space where, Everything I love to do is pretty much there. And even if that means like I am, you know, working my business full time or like I said, or if I'm being hired somewhere where I'm allowed um, to be as creative as I like to be, I'm willing to do either or because I I mean, I was raised to work that job. (laughs) Don't you quit. 
Hello, you gotta have a back. Listen, I understand. Have a backup. Hello. Plan. And so I stick to that. One thing I will say, I don't care how creative as that I might be. I get up mm-hmm. and I go to that nine to five every single day. <laughs> then nine to five feeds and gives you the money and the resources mm-hmm. to be able to pursue your passions. Mm-hmm. I always say that, like, I'm not about to give my job eight hours and not come home and give my idea my business a couple of hours a night but it had it not been for my nine to five I would not be able to have the resources to pour into my um my passions and my business and so many people get that they get that twisted like Mm -hmm. no you I don't know where it came from listen let me tell you it just happened is it something in the air and I was like (laughs) what is wrong with everybody quitting their job right Wait a minute, wait a minute. Everybody can't quit their job. No, no exactly. Somebody has to be doing something. Um, I definitely want to, at another point in time, I, I'm believing and I know that um, one of my seasons on this show is going to deal with wholeness and self-care. Um, I haven't even thought about how it's going to roll out, but it is definitely something that is uh, a part of part of my passions one of the things that um I started right before this podcast I don't even believe I'm saying this because I nobody knows this at all mm-hmm. um I haven't even told my husband um, oh, Lord. I'm the first to know <laughs> you're the first so to know <laughs> you and all these listeners um <laughs> but um right before uh I would say yes right before the summer of this year I started um an Instagram page called the Healthy Wives Project. And it came about because I realized that when I got married, although I was like ecstatic over the moon about getting married, and although I had found my soulmate, the love of my life, all of that was in place. The one thing that wasn't in place was, um, I was like, I wasn't really 100% ready for marriage. Mm -hmm. And it was from an emotional state because of Mm -hmm. things that I had experienced. And so I had gone on a journey to wholeness, right? Going to therapy, um, prayer, talking about it. My therapist told me that I had PTSD and she said that the things that I am able to work through with um, she said the things that I've seen you work through there, those same things people need medication for. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, and so (laughs) I know that I have overcome some things. And so I started the Healthy Wives Project to just start that conversation about um, for people who are married and for people who are um, seeking to be married. Like, listen, wholeness is, is number one. And being healthy, you know, is everything. And you can't go into a marriage well, you can go into a marriage and be unhealthy because I did it, but you at the shouldn't. same time, you shouldn't. <laughs> and you got to realize when you're unhealthy. You got to recognize when something is off. And then it's up to you because you're the creator of your marriage. You're the, or, you know, you're the creative director of your marriage, you and your husband. So it's up to you to make that as beautiful as you want it to be. But you can't do it if you're not healthy. And, um... So yeah, I started Amen. that, Amen. <laughs> and Amen. I and every time I'm like, hmm, I don't feel like posting today. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to say. The Lord's like, yes, you do. <laughs> you got a lot. To oh say. yes. Um. So yeah, 
the Healthy Wise Project. That's I love it. I gotta go look for it now. I'm gonna release that. Oh, God, now I'm gonna go look. And now I gotta start posting again. Healthy Wise Project, people. Y'all hear that? <laughs> now I gotta start posting again. Yeah. Um, please, please, please. Um, tell people how they can find you, how they can connect with your business, um, and um, you know, just a little bit about you know where you can be found. I can be found on Facebook at Lee, L-E-E, Heron Salter, S-A-L-T-E-R. Also, my business page is on Facebook, and it is the Lee Salter Creative Firm. And also on Instagram at Lee, L-E-E, underscore, Heron Salter. And I will definitely link those below in the show notes for everyone who's listening. But, 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 before we go, I have a pop quiz for you. Oh, no, no. (laughs) All right. So the way this goes is I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and I just need you to tell me your first responses that come to mind, okay? So, excuse me, the first one is, in three words or less, describe growth. Growth, painful, <laughs> purposeful, mm. and powerful. Ooh, I love it. So much to impact, um, uh, unpack in, in those three things. I've never yes. thought of, can you say it one more time? Wait, say it one more time. <laughs> Growth is painful, purposeful, yet powerful. You know how the Bible says, Selah? Like that mean pause. <laughs> like I I can't Let's even see. I can't even get into that. The the painful part. Mm-hmm. The painful mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. But the purposeful part. Yeah. And then yeah. the powerful part. That's right. Girl, you about to take me to church. Listen. <laughs> the second question. What does progress look like for you? Or how do you measure your progress? I measure my progress by my consistency. Okay. Because if, because, and I've lacked consistency at one point in my life. And so whenever I start something and then I don't finish, or if I get on a journey and I'm no longer interested, I feel like I haven't progressed anywhere. Mm -hmm. But I've found much progression in my consistency. I've seen me get from one place. I've seen me start at one place and end up way further along because I stay on the same course for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. And that's basically, and, th- and that might seem like an oxymoron to people because you're like, okay, consistency is doing the same thing over and over. Um, but what people fail to realize is consistency is also progression. Yes. It moves you from one place to the next. And from your, per, your from your consistency is also, uh, there comes elevation. That's yes. progression. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought about how if I, if it was the big if, if I stay in the gym for three months, yes, I'm mm-hmm. being consistent because I'm going every day or whatever my schedule is, but I am making progress because yeah. I'm able to do more than I did the day before. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what is one thing that people can do to live an intentional, purposeful life starting today? Mm, one thing people can do to live an intentional, purposeful life starting today. 
I would say one thing that you can do is just commit. Like, whatever it is you want to do, commit to it. You know, if you're inspired to do something, commit to it. I'm all about consistency, committing, seeing something through because, you know, without that, you know, you won't, you, that's basically intentionality. You know, when you're, you're being intentional, when you decide to commit, Mm -hmm. when you're being loyal to something, when you're like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Um, so I would just say, pick that one thing and commit to it, be consistent to it. Mm. Start today, read the Bible today, pray today, or, you know, go to the gym today, eat healthy today. Um, start the business plan today and commit to it and see it through. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I know you told us where we could find you, but I also know that you offer services. Um, and so um, for our listeners, I would like to connect them to you. Uh, tell us where we can find you and find out more about the services that you offer. You all can visit my website, which I absolutely love, and I hope you guys love it too. It's dope. It's www.leesaltercreativefirm.com. Dot com and you guys can go there and you can also email me at lee at it's lee at lease author creative firm dot com all these ats and dot coms and ww's i hope y'all got it yeah i'll <laughs> definitely link it below in the show notes thank you so so much lee for joining us no, on the progress on purpose podcast fine. oh it's been a pleasure this yes. listen Guys, this will not be the only time you hear from Lee because as you can tell, she has so much inside of her, the experience that she has, even beyond what she does for her living and for her business. The girl is anointed and I know y'all can feel the oil and um, girl, you got so much in you. I definitely want to bring you back um, again. So thank you for being willing to share and to, to, I told you it was going to be amazing. Right. Oh my gosh. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so, um, I mean, honored to even do this. Like I said, we have so much history and Mm -hmm. if our, if the viewers or the listeners would know, you know, they would really appreciate, you know, how people can connect and still be, you know, I have to talk every day, but you can connect and leave off right where you left off. That's it. That's and it. so that's definitely a testament to Michelle and I's relationship for sure. Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking forward to, now that we talk, like, I got, I feel like I need, I need you to be my accountability partner. Like, we need <laughs> to work to call me <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we got to connect because there is some fearlessness in you that I need to rub off on me. And whatever I got in here, I, I want to rub. Listen, we got to work together. So Absolutely. I definitely want to connect with you, Lee. Um, Absolutely. Please, please, please say hi to the family and um, continue being a great wife, a great mom, a great leader in your ministry. Continue to inspire people. Like when I look at your page and how I see you show up on social media, you always show up well, like you always present your best self. And whenever you're in pictures with other people, um, they all you can always just see the joy that people have 
being around you. Like you're a light to so many people. You are an inspiration Aww. to so many people. It's obvious. I mean, it is obvious. Oh my gosh. Stop and, it. No, I got to tell you. I, I don't get a chance to talk to you all the time. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Um, you are a dope, dope individual, young lady. And you elevate my womanhood every single time I see you show up. It makes me be like, oh, I got to get my stuff together. Oh because my gosh. <laughs> you're stop, amazing. Stop. Look, we're all a work in progress. Listen. Not a piece of work. We not a piece of work. We a work in progress. Hello. We are a work in progress. (laughs) Let me tell you. Till Jesus comes. Listen, that's it. But thank you again and again and again. Um, Welcome. Yes, we'll definitely be in contact. Okay. Yes, ma'am. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Okay. Didn't I tell you that that was going to be a full. Neil, I'm so excited that you were able to join us today. I ask that you would be kind enough to subscribe to this podcast on whatever listening devices you are listening on so that you can stay connected with us. Also connect with us on Facebook at Progress on Purpose Podcast, as well as on Instagram at Progress on Purpose Podcast. If you have uh, questions, if you would like to hear us talk about something on the show, whether it be in this season the winning season or for a future season please 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 reach out by dming us or you can hit us up at progress on purpose podcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you but until then take care